is up, fam? It is your boy, Brad Starks, coming to you from the Roto Lounge. And we're going to talk fantasy football today. And you're going to hear me talk many, many times about how we have to be one step ahead of our competition. We cannot chase last year's production and think that it's going to translate one for one the following season. Now, prior year does give us a blueprint, a template of what could possibly happen the following year. But so many things in the NFL change. The landscape changes. New coaches, new scenarios, free agents, injuries, opportunities. There's so many things that take place in one single offseason that is going to shake up the rankings. And if you're simply cookie cutting from one season to the next, that's not going to work. So by following the Roto Lounge, I'm going to try to help you provide the information, the insight. We're going to zoom in and try to find players that are going to perform at the top of their game in 2021 to help us win titles. So today, we're going to find out who are going to be the best running backs in 2021. But before we get started, go ahead, get yourself a drink, and let's talk fantasy football. So tonight for you guys, I'm going to jump on this beautiful Nectar of the Gods, the Larceny Barrel Proof B521. I just did a YouTube uh, bourbon tasting. So if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel and you're interested in the bourbon, find that uh, Larceny B521 tasting review. It's about 12 minutes long. Um, I've let it sit for a little bit. I've opened it. It's opened up a little bit. I like it a lot better. So let's pop it for you. And this beautiful thing here comes in at uh, 121 proof. So we're going to enjoy this tonight while we talk about the top fantasy running backs for 2021. Cheers. Mm. All right. So how do you determine who's going to be the best running backs of the season? So what I did was I went back to 2016 just a few years ago. I just I didn't want a huge sample size, just something small, but enough to kind of identify some patterns and how the industry looks at running backs and actually what happens. Um, so I went back to 2016 and I just looked at the top six running backs. Again, I have no bias. We're not really looking at points. We're just looking at names and in a preseason ranking compared to a final season ranking and what that looked like. All right, so let's go ahead and start in 2016, shall we? <clears throat> in 2016, the number one preseason back was David Johnson. Number two was Todd Gurley. Number three was Lamar Miller. Number four was LaShawn McCoy. Number five was Mark Ingram. And number six was Devontae Freeman. Now, when the season was finished, the number one running back to finish the season was David Johnson. Number two was Zeke Elliott. Number three was LaShawn McCoy. Number four was Le'Veon Bell. Number five was DeMarco Murray. And number six was DeMonta Freeman. <clears throat> so keep in mind, 2016, this is the last time 
to date that we've seen the number one preseason back finish as the number one back when it's all said and done, and that was David Johnson. Number two back, Zeke Elliott, he finished 11th, or he was preseason ranked 11th that season. Le'Veon Bell was preseason ranked 8th that year. And DeMarco Murray was preseason 18th running back that year. So only three of the top six backs preseason finished in the top six. Moving on to 2017. Number one was David Johnson. This is a carryover. You'll see, you'll see a lot of the industry carryover players uh, based on prior season's performance. Whether that's correct or incorrect, you know, injuries happen, things happen. And in this case, David Johnson did go down week one. So we don't know if he would have finished as the wider, the running back one, but he did not. Number two was Le'Veon Bell. Number three, LaShawn McCoy. Number four, Melvin Gordon. Number five, Devonta Freeman. And number six, Jay Ajayi. And to finish the season, these are how they finished. Number one was Todd Gurley. All right, he was the ninth ranked back that season. Number two was Le'Veon Bell. Number three was Kareem Hunt. He was the 14th ranked back that season. Number four was Alvin Kamara. He was a rookie. He was the 53rd ranked running back going into the draft. Number five was Melvin Gordon. And number six was Mark Ingram. So in that year, only two of six running backs made the top six based on the preseason rankings. And that was Le'Veon Bell and that was Melvin Gordon. All right, moving on to 2018. Preseason ranks, Todd Gurley was number one. Bringing it over from the following season. He finished number one last year, so they're putting him at running back one this year or in 2018. Number two was David Johnson. Number three was Ezekiel Elliott. Number four was Alvin Kamara. Number five was rookie Saquon Barkley. And number six was Melvin Gordon, again. All right, in the final rankings, number one was Saquon Barkley. Number two was Christian McCaffrey, the 11th ranked running back in the preseason rankings. Number three was Todd Gurley. Number four was Alvin Kamara. Number five was Zeke Elliott. And number six was James Conner, who was the 31st ranked running back going into that season. Now, if you look at it, three of the top six actually translate, oh, I'm sorry, four of the top six translated to the following season. The outlier was James Conner, who uh, I believe Pittsburgh was dealing with the Le'Veon Bell holdout, um, and he, you know, Le'Veon Bell held out the whole season. James Conner played the entire season, was the sixth ranked running back to finish the season. Uh, Saquon Barkley, as a rookie, finished number one. He had 1,307 yards and uh, 11 touchdowns that season, but also had 91 receptions. 700 yards and four touchdowns. So he was just an all-purpose back uh, as a rookie. And that's why we're hanging on to that, that Saquon Barkley talent because we've seen what he can do uh, as a rookie and he's dealt with some injuries. Um, but again, four of six running backs that year finished um, based on the preseason rankings. Now we're looking at 2019. Number one, Saquon Barkley. Again, translating that from year over year. Number two, Ezekiel Elliott. Number three, Christian McCaffrey. Number four, Alvin Kamara. Number five, Nick Chubb. And number six, James Conner. Again, this is a follow-over from the year before. Now, we can get into this a little bit, but James Conner had an opportunity, right? The reason he did well, he had an opportunity, took him for Le'Veon Bell. If you got him late in drafts, it helped you win a championship. But then to move him all the way up to the sixth back where he finished the year before, there's no value in that. You're basically drafting him at his ceiling. I think he had some injuries. He didn't even finish in the in the top six. I think he's even lower than that. 
The final rankings that year, Christian McCaffrey was the number one back. Aaron Jones came out uh, and finished as the number two back. He was the 13th ranked preseason back that year. Number three was Zeke Elliott. Number four was Austin Eckler. Again, a running back that was dealing with the Melvin Gordon holdout. Uh, Austin Eckler moved up. Uh, that year, he had 92, 9, 93, and 8 touchdowns. And that was through the air. That was through the air. He had 92 receptions for 993 yards and 8 touchdowns. Propelled him to the number 4 back in 2019. Number 5 was Derrick Henry. He was the 19th ranked running back preseason that year. And number 6 was Dalvin Cook. He was the 10th ranked running back. He was coming off of injury uh, the year before, so that's why he was ranked pretty low. All right, moving into last season, 2020. Well, in that in that ranking, only two of six, only two of six running backs in 2019 finished in the top six. Moving on to 2020, preseason ranks. Number one, Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number three, Derrick Henry. Number four, Alvin Kamara. Number five, Saquon Barkley. And number six, rookie Jonathan Taylor. If you look at the final rankings, number one, Alvin Kamara finished number one. Obviously, we know Christian McCaffrey was injured. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number three, Derrick Henry. Number four, David Montgomery. He was the 17th preseason ranked back. Number five was Aaron Jones. He was the ninth ranked preseason back. And number six was Jonathan Taylor. So of those of that class, there was one, two, three, four of six, four of six running backs. All right. Now, before we get into 2021, what are some patterns that we noticed from 2016 to 2020? One, there was only one running back that was a preseason number one and finished as the final number one. And that was David Johnson back in 2016. Now, whether it's based on injuries um, or what have you, that running back did not finish number one. I think we had David Johnson was number one. He got injured. Then we had Todd Gurley. I believe he was injured. Saquon Barkley was injured. And Christian McCaffrey was injured. So a lot of injuries derail those, those top picks uh, year over year. Now, is there a correlation in that? Is it is it because of the pounding they took to get to number one that year? Were they handling too much too many touches and their body just broke down the, fi the following season? That could be something we need to look at. Also, how many of those running backs preseason finished as the top six when the rankings were all said and done? In 2016, only three of six. In 2017, two of six. In 2018, four of six. In 2019, two of six. In 2020, four of six. So you got a low end of two, two of the six backs with a high of four. So very rarely do you ever see six of six. Very rarely do you ever see five of six. And, very, and you don't see one of six. And this is this small sample size. So we're looking at possibly two to four of the top six ranking backs will finish as a top six back in 2021. Another thing we noticed was opportunity, right? We go back to 2016. Zeke Elliott, a rookie, was the 11th ranked back, right? No one knew a lot about him. He came in, um, had a great rookie season. I think he was the only running back in Dallas that season. Finished as the number two back. Preseason was 11th. Okay, let's keep our let's keep our eye on these numbers. 11th ranked back in the top six. 
Also, 18th ranked back in the top six. DeMarco Murray, he was at, I believe, Tennessee that year. Either Tennessee or Philly. I don't remember. Um, but he finished as the fifth ranked back. Then you look at 2017. Kareem Hunt finished as the third ranked back. He was number 14. I believe he was a rookie that year in Kansas City. Spencer Ware went down with an injury. Uh, he was going late in drafts. Got that opportunity. Really showed out. Finished as a number three back. Alvin Kamara, another rookie, was the 53rd back. And then Mark Ingram was a 20th back. So we saw the Saints turn to a run-heavy offense and propelled Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. But Kareem Hunt, another rookie, finished in the top three. 2018, what do we see? We see Saquon Barkley finish number one. We see Christian McCaffrey, the 11th ranked back, finish number two. I believe in 2018, um, Jonathan Stewart was there. They thought perhaps it was going to be a split backfield, but Christian McCaffrey, you know, took over that backfield. Uh, and then James Conner, a holdout, propelled this running back into the top six, and he was going late in drafts. 2019, what did we see? We saw Aaron Jones was the 13th ranked back, propelled to number two because of opportunity. He was splitting with Ty Montgomery the year before and Jamal Williams the year before, and he was injured. But he really showed out in 2019, finished as the number two back in that season. Austin Eckler, another opportunity because of a holdout, pro produced very well in that Chargers offense. Alvin Cook, coming off an injury, he, a lot of people were sleeping on him, was he was the 10th back, finished as number six. And Derrick Henry, 19th. He was splitting with Deion Lewis the year before. DeMarco Murray was gone. Um, this was the opportunity for Derrick Henry to take over. Um, moved up to the, the number five back in the final rankings as a preseason 19th. And then let's look at 20. Uh, you had David Montgomery finish as number four, was the 17th ranked back. Also, Aaron Jones was the ninth ranked back, finishes number five. And then JT as a rookie, another rookie, in the top six. So now we're looking at 2021. Let's look at 2021 and what can we pull away from these previous rankings. So number one this year is, and this is all according to the same website, which is a well-known website. Number one is Christian McCaffrey, okay? He wasn't last year's preseason number one. Two years ago he was, but he had an injury. So he's going as the running back number one. Number two is Dalvin Cook. He's coming off last year's number two. Very rarely does number two translate to number two year over year. Number three, Alvin Kamara. Number four, Derrick Henry. Number five, Saquon Barkley, also coming off an injury-prone season last year. And number six, Zeke Elliott. All right. Likely, based on past performance, two of these running backs, three of these running backs, possibly four of these running backs will finish in the top six. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, or Zeke Elliott. All right. So the one thing I want you to know is do not just assume that these top six guys are going to finish in the top six because we haven't seen them in the last few years. You can find the guys that you like, who you think translate year over year. Let's, let's talk about what changes in these offense, okay? What's going to change? First, Christian McCaffrey is coming back. <clears throat> they have a new quarterback. They have DJ Moore, who's developed as a good wide receiver. They have Robbie Anderson, who's developed as a good wide receiver. They drafted Terrace Marshall. They have a new offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, you know, with Christian McCaffrey there. 
in 2020, in the first three games with Christian McCaffrey at running back before he got injured, he was averaging, I believe, 25 points per game. Uh, he was on pace to be that number one running back. So there is a chance Christian McCaffrey could start as the number one running back and finish as the number one running back. That's only happened one time since 2016. Not saying it won't happen again. It's unlikely, but if there was ever a running back that could do that, Christian McCaffrey has the receiving upside. He has the rushing upside. As long as he can stay healthy, there's a good chance Christian McCaffrey could finish as the RB1 in 2021. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has sustained injuries in the past. He is a bell cow for Minnesota Vikings. We had the breakout of Justin Jefferson last season. We had Adam Thielen coming back. Kyle Rudolph is gone. So now the tight end is Irv Smith. We could see the Vikings go to their tight ends a lot more in 2021. Kyle Rudolph was a very inefficient running back. There was a season where he had 100 plus targets, didn't do anything with it. Uh, so I think Irv Smith possibly could be a breakout. That could take away some touchdowns from Dalvin Cook. Um, so we got to keep our eye on that if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy. Will he remain one of the backs that can be a preseason top six and finish as top six? Number three, Alvin Kamara. This is one that I could see could fall out of the top six in 2021. Things have changed. The quarterback has changed, right? Drew Brees is no longer there. You have Taysom Hill. You have Jameis Winston. Michael Thomas is now injured. Latavius Murray is between the tackles running back. If Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback in 2021, this offense is going to completely change. Will Alvin Kamara get his touches? Absolutely, he will get his touches. Will he finish as a number three back? I don't know. I, I think the scenarios go like this. Alvin Kamara is either going to be the focal point of the Saints offense or Taysom Hill could be the focal point of the Saints offense, and that could drop Alvin Kamara out of the top six. So either you love Alvin Kamara in 2021 or you're avoiding him altogether because of the quarterback change. So decide which side you want to be on. I'm probably going to avoid him based on Jameis Winston being the quarterback or Taysom Hill being the quarterback. I'll let my league mates take Alvin Kamara. I think possibly he could be one of the running backs that fall outside the top six. Or he's going to be the complete outlier and finish as number one running back because he's going to be the offense. So you make your decision where you want to be. Number four, uh, Derrick Henry. Again, everything's kind of changed. The offensive coordinator has left. They brought in Julio Jones. A.J. Brown should be healthy. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has become a great, efficient quarterback since he arrived in Tennessee. Derrick Henry does not have a history of injuries, but he is beginning a ton of carries the last two seasons. Uh, the Tennessee has really relied on him. Now, there's a scenario based on look at these patterns. If only two of six, three of six, four of six running backs finish in the top six, that means Derrick Henry could be an odd man out. If Derrick Henry is an odd man out, likely it's because he got injured. And if he does get injured, this is going to open the door for Ryan Tannehill and possibly A.J. Brown to finish the season as quarterbacks one and wide receiver one. There is a, a range of outcomes that that could happen. So if we're trying to build a team with, with this scenario, right, go with a Christian McCaffrey, a Ryan Tannehill, in an in a A.J. Brown in a draft, and you're betting on an injury uh, or a down season for Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey having that breakout season. So we can look at some of these patterns and build teams based on, you know, range of outcomes. What could possibly happen? 
Number five is Saquon Barkley coming off an injury, an ACL injury. Is he going to start slow? I think Saquon Barkley has the potential to be a top six running back this season. And I think next year, a year coming off that injury, he could be the RB1 in 2022. We'll see how this season goes. He might start off slow. There's talk he's going to start the season on the pup list. Uh, we'll see how the Giants handle him. Uh, but I think he could be a top six running back. Um, and then we're going to look at him at 2022 to be possibly the number one back. And then number six, Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott had a rough season last year with Dak going down. When Dak was healthy, he was a top three fantasy football back. When Dak got injured, everything started going downhill. The change of quarterback, Andy Dalton, uh, Ben Venucci, uh, and Garrett Gilbert, whoever was, was quarterback for Dallas Cowboys, he kind of fell off. He's coming back. He's thinner. He's, he's hungry to be a top back. I think Zeke Elliott could be um, definitely a top six back in this class. So what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about these backs who I think could be top six, and then we'll talk about some running backs that fall into those rankings of later backs that could sneak up into those top six. So I think Christian McCaffrey can definitely be a top six back this season. I think Saquon Barkley could be a top six back this season, and I think Zeke Elliott could be a top six back this season. Again, Dalvin Cook, he's been running hot. Alvin Kamara has been running hot. Derrick Henry has been running hot. I think these guys, and again, this is, there's no uh, data projecting this, but just based on the fact that a few of these guys will fall out of the top six, I think it could be one of those three, two of those three, or even possibly three of those three running backs with Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Derrick Henry finishing outside, outside the top six. So who would take their place? If those three backs fall out of the top six, who would take their place? Let's look back at 2016 and let's look at some patterns, okay? Back in 2016, you had a number 11 ranked back finish in the top six. You had, in 2017, you had a 14th ranked back. You had a 53rd ranked back. You had a 20th ranked back. 2018, you had an 11th ranked back. You had a 31st ranked back. In 2019, you had a 13th ranked back. You had a 31st ranked back. You had a 19th ranked back. In 2020, you had a 17th ranked back and you had a 9th ranked back. All right, so you see these running backs outside the top 10, some even outside the top 15, moving into the top six. So going on the same rankings that we've pulled these from, We've looked at some of the backs that are ranked in some of these locations, all right? And let's go over those, right? So again, we had two running backs in the pre previous four or five years that were the number eight back that finished. One time, the number eight back finished in the top six. This year, based on these rankings, the number eight back this year is Jonathan Taylor, all right? Could Jonathan Taylor propel himself into the top six? Absolutely. Uh, last year, he was dealing with Naheem Himes. Uh, this year, he at the end of the season, he really kind of picked up uh, his production. A lot of people were comparing him to Trent Richardson. If you listen to the Roto Lounge, we were we were holding tight. He was one of the best running backs that I've seen come out of college in a while. I told you to hold. I told you he was going to be a late season breakout once he got that opportunity. They rode with him. He finished as um, the number six back this year. And according to these rankings, he's going as the number eight back. So he could actually propel himself. We could see Taylor go from six to three, six to two, 
possibly six to one if he can get that receiving upside. Again, the Colts have a change in quarterback, Carson Wentz. But Jonathan Taylor could possibly be a top six back in 2021. And right now he's going as running back number eight. All right, the number ninth back. Two times since 2016, the number nine running back has projected into the top six. Now, let me tell you, these are ADP rankings. These can fluctuate, so it's just what I'm going on right now. So JT could drop to nine. JT could move up to seven. But right now, he's number eight. And number nine, which like I mentioned, this, this running back could either drop down to 10. He could drop move up to eight. But it's Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, two times has the number nine running back finish in the top six. This year it's Aaron Jones. And the reason I'm kind of questioning Aaron Jones this season is because the emergence of A.J. Dillon, I believe he's going to get the ball. Uh, we have the holdout of Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what's going to happen there. So I'm not betting that Aaron Rodgers is or Aaron Jones is that back this year that propels from number nine to uh, the top six. But it's happened two times. So there is a potential that Aaron Jones could be in that top six again. Number 10, this happened one time, the, the 10th ranked back finishing the top six. This year, it's Nick Chubb. Uh, Nick Chubb is battling with Kareem Hunt. The, the Browns do want to run the football. Um, so I would guess that Nick Chubb might not finish in the top six, but it's happened one time. So Nick Chubb could finish in the top six. Now, this next running back it's got me intrigued because if you look at the pattern and you look at the opportunity, this could be the back that takes the biggest step in 2021, and that's Antonio Gibson out of Washington. Right now, he's being ranked as the 11th best back, preseason ranked back, and two times, two times since 2016, has the number 11 back finished in the top six. So why could Antonio Gibson finish in the top six? Well, last year he was competing with Peyton Barber, he was competing with J.D. McKissick, and he was a rookie. So what happens if Washington decides, also Washington has a new quarterback, right? What happens if Washington decides to give J.D. McK or JD McKissick less touches and they give Antonio Gibson more, more touches? That could propel Antonio Gibson from the 11th ranked back to a top six ranked back. And I'm going to keep my eye on Antonio Gibson because Although I thought he was a sleeper last year, I didn't expect him to do as well as he did. He does have the talent. Ron Rivera's in Washington. Ron Rivera leaned on Christian McCaffrey to be that every down back, that receiver, that running back. And when Antonio Gibson was drafted, I predicted, you can look on the Twitter timeline, and if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, at Roto Lounge. I predicted Antonio Gibson to be Ron Rivera's Christian McCaffrey in Washington. So, Antonio Gibson has me intrigued this season um, to be that top six running back right now going as running back 11. And if you listen to one of my prior podcasts, I say we should go running back, running back, running back, running back heavy this season. Okay. Now, if you want to go Antonio Gibson, I think we could go three running backs with possibly Antonio Gibson being our number two or our number three selection. That is an opportunity. But if you think Gibson is the guy and you want to go running back, quarterback, then running back, or running back, running back, wide receiver, then running back, and you have Antonio Gibson penciled in as your third round pick, he could absolutely be a league winner if this pattern holds true and he's a top six running back in 2021. It's how you win fantasy drafts. You draft these guys at their potential floors. They, their ceilings end up being top two, top three, top four, top five, top six. There's a scenario 
There is an absolute scenario that Antonio Gibson could be the number one running back in 2021. That would blow everybody's mind. But if he takes that that jump like Christian McCaffrey did from his second year to his third year um, to being that elite running back, that could be Antonio Gibson. Now, if it were me, I would bet that Gibson might jump from 11 to 6. And then if he makes that jump, we're looking at 22 where Gibson could make that jump to the number one fantasy back if he's the real deal. So keep your eye on Antonio Gibson. Now, number 12. Again, these rankings could fluctuate, right? So next week, Gibson could drop to 12, and this running back could move up to 11, which, you know, like I said, the 11th back finished in the top six two times. And this running back is Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon could potentially be a top six running back in 2021. And the reason this happens is, Gio Bernard is no longer in Cincinnati. Gio Bernard has been splitting time with uh, Joe Mixon through his career, but he is gone now. Gio Bernard is in Tampa. Joe Mixon could become that all-purpose back, gets the receiving upside, has the rushing upside. And one thing that we want to remember, and you might hear this um, throughout the fantasy industry, that targets are more valuable than carries. So if you can find a running back that can receive the football, it's more valuable than a handoff. So if Joe Mixon ultimately becomes the receiving back in Cincinnati, he has potential to be a top six, top five fantasy running back in 2021. And again, Mixon has had trouble staying healthy the previous seasons, but if he can put it all together, Joe Burrow's back healthy. They have Jamar Chase. They're going to have to put a safety over the top to make sure Jamar Chase doesn't take the top off. Cornerbacks are going to have to be focused with him, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. It's going to open up running lanes for Joe Mixon. There is a clear, a clear range of outcomes where Joe Mixon is a top five running back in 2021. I do like him this season, um, so I have my eye on him. Number 13, right after Joe Mixon, number 13 is Najee Harris. Najee Harris is the 13th back. We've seen that one time since 2016. And another pattern we've seen are rookies finishing in the top six, right? We go back to 2016, Zeke Elliott, 2017, Kareem Hunt, 2018, Saquon Barkley, 2019, it didn't look like there was one, 2020, Jonathan Taylor, 2021 could be Najee Harris. Now, we talk about, you hear Steelers' offensive line is not that good. Big Ben is back. He's lost a lot of weight. Uh, you have J uh, Juju Smith, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. They're, they can't stack the box. They absolutely cannot stack the box unless Ben Roethlisberger goes down and who knows who the quarterback is going to be. Pittsburgh loves to run the football. We saw when Bell held out. Actually, let's go back and look at 16. Let's look at the Steelers running backs since Tomlin's been there. In 16, Le'Veon Bell was the fourth best back. In 17, Bell was number two. In 18, James Conner, a nobody, was number six. In 2019, no, we didn't have any Steeler running backs. And in 2020, we didn't have any Steeler running backs. Obviously, because James Conner was injured. They had Benny Snell. They had, uh, but they, they've had a who's who of nobodies in that backfield. Now they have potentially the best running back in the class. Uh, coming to Pittsburgh, and two years ago when I thought uh, when I thought Najee was going to come out, my rankings were Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, and Najee Harris. Now our boy Cam Akers torn Achilles. I think Cam could have definitely fit into this pattern. 
Um, and we'll talk about Darrell Henderson later. But Najee propels to the number two back in my rankings because Cam Akers is going to fall a little bit. Um, so JT and Najee. So Najee could have a great season this year. He's going to be the focal point of that run game. He's going to be able to catch balls out of the backfield. He's going to run the football. I'm really excited about Najee Harris. And I think it could be a good pick in fantasy drafts. Najee Harris, as the 13th back, could finish in the top six. Opportunity alone. He could be a top six back because why are they going to waste a touch on Benny Snell? Why are they going to a touch waste a touch on some of these other running backs when they spit a first-round pick on Najee Harris? Yes, he's old. He might not be a great dynasty asset, but we're talking about redraft. We're talking about winning championships in 2021. Najee Harris could definitely be that back in 2021. And again, if we're going running back, running back, running back, we're talking about getting guys like Antonio Gibson in round two or three. Najee Harris in round two or three. We could potentially stack our team with three running backs that could finish top six in fantasy football and just escalate us to the fantasy championship in 2021. So keep your eye on Najee. The number 14th back one time since 2016. The number 14 back is finished in the top six. This year is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. There is an opportunity. Again, this is a non-biased uh, podcast. I'm not a big fan of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but there is an opportunity that he could finish in the top six based on receiving upside, okay? When they get down in the goal line, he's not a very good between-the-tackles runner. He's not very efficient at the goal line, but that doesn't mean he can't connect receiving touchdowns in the red zone. So Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, if you believe in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, there is an outcome there is an outcome where Clyde Edwards-Alaire could be a top six fantasy back in 2021. I'm not going to have him on many of my fantasy drafts, but that doesn't mean he's not going to be there. So keep your eye on him. If you like him, go with your gut. Go with Clyde Edwards-Alaire uh, as one of your top running backs in 2021. We didn't see running back 15 or 16 finish, so I don't even know who that is. Number 17, that finished one time. J.K. Dobbins uh, is this year's 17th ranked back. And again, Lamar Jackson's there. Gus Edwards is there. I think it's going to be a murky situation. So I would not bet that J.K. is going to take that step to be a top six back. Could it be a top 10? Possibly. Could he exceed number 17? Possibly. But I'm not going with J.K. Dobbins this season in redraft. If you like him, I suggest you go with him. I'm not going to go with him in 2021. Number 18 is David Montgomery. Wow, he drops completely all the way down. He what would we what did we say? He was the number four back last year in PPR rankings, uh, and I think the reason he he was uh, he was seventeenth that year. I think a lot of people think that David Montgomery is a bust. I just think he doesn't. He's not exciting, right? He's not elusive. I mean, he's he can run people over. He can break some tackles. He's not that fast. He's not these exciting running backs that that you like. And I think that's why he's kind of falling in drafts right now. He's the eighteenth back so he's going one spot below he went last year in 2017 i mean or in 2020 he was 17 in 2020 i mean to me that's that's opportunity that is absolute opportunity um you finish as the fourth best back and then you're drafted even lower than you were that season i don't know what people are thinking maybe they think Tariq cohen's going to come back maybe they think it was a flash in the pan and it could have been he had a really good uh end of season schedule really broke out to kind of help people go to that fantasy championship. But that value, that value is going to be hard to pass. Number 19, we've seen one time the 19th running back 
finished in the top six. And this year, that number 19 running back is uh, Miles Sanders. And I do like Miles Sanders. Last year, he was going into round one, early round two. He was injured, had some hamstring injuries. I mean, that that thing is hamstrings are hard to recover from in season because you have to rest. But you can't rest because you have to practice. You have to get ready for the week. So Miles Sanders could take that step from the 17th back to the top six. Again, remember, it's happened one time. So it's not like this is like out of the range of possibilities. Oh, the 17th back could never finish in the top six. It's happened. And the sample size is only 2016. So that's only five years ago with four of those seasons being played because we haven't played this season yet. So one time in four has the number 17 back finish in the top six. And it could be Miles Sanders. I really do like Miles Sanders. He's probably a back that in the third round would fall. You can grab him in the third round. I don't know if he's fallen as far as the fourth round. So keep your eye on Miles Sanders. I really do like him. And if we go running back, running back, running back, we like Miles Sanders. But if you if you go running back, wide receiver, or quarterback, and you're taking a running back late, keep your eye on Miles Sanders. He could return that investment. And running back 19 could be his floor in 2021. All right, number 20. It's happened one time. And this year, Darrell Henderson has moved up to 20 because of the Cam Akers injury. Now... It's opportunity, right? We talked about James Conner. There was an injury. We talked about Kareem Hunt. There was an injury. Um, there has been injuries, and it's propelled running backs to those top um, top six running backs. However, I think if we were getting Darrell Henderson down at like running back 30 or 40, that's when it's like, okay, this could be a league winner. But all the way up to 20, um, could he finish in the top six? Yes, he could. In my opinion, and we can have a breakdown of the Rams later, but Sean McVay loves to have play-action pass. They brought in Matt Stafford because Matt Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL at play-action pass. That's why Cam Akers was going to be the bell cow because he can pass block, he can catch, he can run. He was going to be the perfect play-action pass running back. That's not Darrell Henderson's game. Darrell Henderson can be a three-down back. He's not a very good pass blocker. He's an okay receiver out of the backfield. He's not a really between the tackles. He's a big play waiting to happen if he, if he breaks it. Um, so I don't think he's going to be that every down back in Los Angeles. If Los Angeles signs a player, and I, I put this on Twitter, if they sign a player like Mark Ingram, and I know Mark Ingram's old, 30, 31 years old, but he can catch out of the backfield. He can pass block. He can run between the tackles. He's a veteran. If for some reason Los Angeles signs a running back like Mark Ingram, who's been in the top five of fantasy uh, rankings before. He finished top five one year. I think he finished top six. Here, here in our, our little exercise, Mark Ingram could be the steal of the draft. If for some reason Houston cuts him and Sean McVay signs Mark Ingram, I'm going to be all over that. Um, and we'll get him very, very, very late in drafts. Um, and he could be t- potentially be a league winner. So keep your eye on that. If you like Darrell Henderson, draft him. I'm avoiding him. I think it's just too early for him at number 20. All right, so that's there. Now let's let's go to some late running backs. And, and these late these last two running backs excite me. Because two times um, since 2016 has the 31st running back, the 31st running back finished in the top six. All right, we saw um, Austin Eckler in 2019, and we saw James Conner in 2018. He was number six. Eckler was number four. They both went as the 31st back in fantasy drafts. This year, the 31st back, I'm going to give you like 10 seconds to think about who you think is the 31st back in rankings this year who could potentially be a top six running back. 
All right. Go ahead. Tell me what your guess is. Yell at, yell at the speaker. All right. The 31st running back this year going right now is New England Patriot running back Damian Harris. That's right. Damian Harris as the 31st back. And there is absolute opportunity for Damian Harris to be a top six fantasy back this year, right? Quarterback situation. We don't know what it's going to be. Cam Newton. We don't know if it's going to be Mac Jones. James White. He's getting old, right? Sonny Michelle. He's on the roster bubble. They drafted Ramondre Stevenson. He's a rookie. Last year when Damian Harris played, he averaged 5.0 yards per carry. He absolutely could be the back. If New England leans on Damian Harris and he stays healthy, he might not have exciting weeks. He might not have your 30-point fantasy weeks, but he could grind you out 15, 20, 22 fantasy points a week uh, and just be that steady RB1, RB2, um, and, and possibly finish as the RB, an RB6. You know, I don't know if he has that RB1 range of outcomes, but I think he could definitely... Uh, flirt with that six, seven, eight, nine, ten, running back in 2021, and right now he's going as RB 31. That is crazy. The opportunity is there. Remember, we can't just go on last season, right? If we're only copying and pasting 2020 to 2021, we're not going to win fantasy drafts. You got to zoom in. You have to look at opportunities. You have to look at uh, opportunity of of becoming that top running back and situations and injuries. Damian Harris could absolutely be a top six running back, and you should definitely be targeting Damian Harris in drafts. Look where he's going. I was going to target him in a Scott Fishbowl, but he went like a round or two early, and that's fine because whoever drafted him identified him as a sleeper running back that they wanted to get their hands on. So make sure you're looking at Damian Harris. If if preseason, you know, if, if he comes out and shows out and shows that he's the number one back in an offense, he's going to shoot up. Right, so now it's your opportunity to get Damian Harris now in drafts if you can. All right, and another running back, the 53rd running back, one time finished in the top six, 53rd, and that was Alvin Kamara, and he was a rookie, nobody really knew about him. But just for this exercise, I looked at the number 53 running back in this class, and it's a guy that I like. So it's it's crazy that it's a guy that I like this year, and you're probably not going to guess him. Uh, he's changed teams, right? He went from one team to another team. Um, and that's going to open up opportunity for him. And there's another reason why people might be sleeping on him because his old team, he had a role. His new team, he could have a new role. And that is Tampa Bay running back Giovanni Bernard. Okay. Let's talk about Bernard real quick. In Cincinnati, he's never had under 30 receptions in a season. And I talked earlier about how targets are greater than carries. Okay. James White and Gio Bernard were free agents in in this season. And Tom Brady chose Gio Bernard, even though he had James White in prior seasons. Okay. There were there were seasons where Tom Brady threw 70 passes to James White, 80 passes to James White. Just relied on him completely because Tom Brady's old. He's going to be 42 years old. He does not want to take a hit. He does not want to get sacked. He wants to know that there's a safety valve out there that he can dump the ball off to and get positive yards rather than take a sack. We know Tom Brady makes the calls in Tampa. He he made the call for Leonard Fournette. He made the call for Antonio Brown. He's bringing these guys in. He made the call for, for Gio Bernard. Now, Leonard Fournette re-signed based on his playoff production. He deserved it. He did very well. Rojo still on, uh, I believe, his rookie deal. 
I think Rojo's the best runner of the three. I think Rojo and, and Leonard Fournette are going to rotate uh, first and second down um, reps. I think Gio Bernard is locked into the, the third the third down role. I think he's going to be Tom Brady's uh, go-to. Um, and there's a potential where in the red zone, Gio Bernard is going to be in the game. In the two-minute warning, Gio Bernard is going to be in the game. He could get some goal line carries. Um is Gio Bernard going to, to be a top six back? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, that would be crazy. I think he's 30 years old. Um, I think when James Conner did it, he was super young. When Austin Eckler did it, he was super young, super explosive. Um, but I think Gio Bernard could be um, a top 12, top 15 type back. I mean, everything would have to go right for him. Um, but I think he's a flex play for sure this year. And again, he could fluctuate so number 52 on this list uh, just to keep your keep your eye on it because you know this 52 could drop to 53 um and again 53rd running back has finished in the top six one time and that's Rashad Penny things would have to go excellent for Rashad Penny to finish in the top six you'd have to have an injury to Chris Carson you'd have to have basically him to come back and be healthy and just be that explosive player that we remember two years ago um I think he's having some issues with his knee um, so it's a long shot. It's a long shot, but keep your eye on Rashad Penny because there's potential that he could uh, surprise a lot of people this year. You know, some injuries would have to happen, um, but it could certainly happen. But the the bottom line is when you're planning your fantasy drafts and when you're looking at rankings and who you follow and, and, and who you take stock in and who you respect and who you support and who you trust, you have to sometimes think outside the box, right? You can't just always say, all right, last year, the number one running back was this. It's going to be this guy again, just because that's the easy way out. You've got to look at opportunity. There are going to be backs that surprise us. Like I mentioned in 2016, and I could go back further, and I, I would not imagine that it changes. I would not imagine that there was one season, maybe one season in the last 20 where the top five, top six backs translated to the following season there's just too many variables in the season for that to happen so if you pencil in one through six this year and you think that's going to happen i hate to break it to you but that's likely not going to happen and every single season there are running backs that finish outside or that are drafted outside the top 10 that finish inside the top five right we want to identify those at the roto lounge we want to identify the running backs that you need to target this season that could potentially help you win a fantasy football season, all right? And let's talk about those real quick. We thought it was Antonio Gibson is a good one. Joe Mixon is a good one. Uh, Najee Harris is a good one. Miles Sanders is a good one. Damian Harris is a good one. And Gio Bernard is a good one. These are running backs that we should look at that aren't inside our top six, but potentially could finish inside the top six in 2021. Again, I've had a lot of whiskey, so I'm slurring over my words, but I don't like to edit. So hopefully you can deal with that. The, the point is the content that I'm going to provide will hopefully win you a fantasy championship. So keep your eye on those running backs. Don't fall in love with the top five. Find the ones that you like. Build your draft strategy around obtaining those. We'll find values in quarterbacks. We'll find values in receivers. We'll find values in tight ends in future episodes. Uh, but this is our running back episode, and I'm going to try to have this 
on YouTube. So if you're subscribed to YouTube, I'm going to have a video of this uh, as we get closer to the season. But this will be in podcast form ASAP. This has been your boy, Brad Starks. I'm in the Roto Lounge. I'm drinking on Larceny Barrel Proof, 121 proof. All right. I'm about out. You know what? I'm going to go out on a shot with you guys because I love you. And I'm going to do one more shot because I love this. And again, I wasn't a fan of it when I first cracked it. I was not a fan of it when I first cracked it, but it's growing on me. It's opened up a little bit. Larceny Barrel Proof out of the Heaven Hills Distillery. Find the YouTube video of the breakdown if you like bourbon. If not, sit tight. Wait for our next podcast where it talks about receivers or quarterbacks or tight ends, whoever we want to talk about. This has been the running back episode 2021. Who's going to be a top six guy? Hopefully you get them. Hopefully you get that running back. Hopefully you get two of them. As a matter of fact, if we're going running back heavy this year, running back, running back, running back, Let's challenge ourselves to get three of the top six running backs in 2021. Let's challenge ourselves to get those running backs. When we get closer to the draft or the season, I'll do a mock draft where I talk about what three running backs that that we want uh, to start the season. But again, I mentioned those ones outside the top 10. You're going to be able to get one or two of those. Then we got to hit on our first one. Who's it going to be? Who? What position are we going to get in our drafts that we're going to be able to nail that top running back? Um, and, and make sure they're in the top six in 2021. All right, fam, I'm going to take this shot real quick. Larceny Barrel Proof 121 out of the Heaven Hills Distillery. This is Liquid Gold, Nectar of the Gods. Um, I love you. Hopefully you love the content. Keep tuning in. Find me on Patreon, uh, backslash Roto Lounge. Find me on YouTube at Roto Lounge. Find me on Twitter at Roto Lounge. This has been Brad Starks. Till next time. 